This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, Sports Trivia, for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Matt Takimoto. This is episode 239, and today's game will pit the Benchwarmer team of Scott Grimes and Matt Doherty against Benchwarmer Eric Walling, and our special guest on this episode and assistant coach on Patreon, Dave Brown. Uh, Dave, welcome back to the show. Why don't you take a minute to reintroduce yourself and let us know who you root for and anything else you want to share? Uh, yeah. Um, Dave Brown up in the uh, Minneapolis area. So I know there's a lot of Minnesota connections to this place, but this show, but, uh, yeah, I've, uh, been on a couple times, uh, haven't won yet, but I don't know a lot about sports. So it makes a lot of sense. So, uh, I just listen to this podcast because uh, it helps me learn more. Um, work as a Psalm, uh, at a restaurant up here. And then I also do some part-time car mechanic work as freelance. So that way, make some side side cash uh root for pretty much everything minnesota vikings twins uh wild i mean as much as i can i'm not a big thing i'm actually more of an f1 formula one kind of kind of guy that's that's kind of a jam so uh yeah that's about it very cool well it's we're glad to have you and mr eric walling how are you and what is your team name i'm doing well i could have used dave's both of dave's services over the Christmas break as I was replacing a water pump in my car and needed a recommendation on a good cab to uh, for for Christmas. But I will remember this next time. Uh, but it, it's Minnesota South here. I cleared a good six inches of snow off of the driveway this morning. Uh, and then another few inches again in the afternoon. Uh, it's wonderful and quiet and people leave me alone when I'm doing it. And so it's nice. Um, so yeah, we, I actually didn't come up with a team name today. Um, so I might kick it back over to my, my teammate here to explain where he's coming from. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not really the best at picking up team names, but this was kind of a one that, uh, I mean, this will come out in the future, but as of right now, the Vikings are out of everything, but our team name is called who's on quarterback because it was quite the rotation going around for a minute <laughs> of who was starting. It was. Oh, Josh Dobbs is second coming, and then oh nope, he sucks. And then it's Jared Hall, and then nope, oh, put Mullins in, and then it just kind of oh nope, Mullins sucks, put Hall back in. So it's kind of one of those things that I don't know who and it's like, well, let's just look to next year. So we put with who's on quarterback. All right. So we've got team who's on quarterback. And Matt and Scott, how are you? And what is your team name? I I'm good. I had that same dumping of snow that uh while I got in KZ, we got in Omaha, too. So I cleared off a lot of snow today. It's cold. Two days of uh, kids at home with uh, snow days was has been rough. So hopefully they go back to school tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And then Mr. Scott has our team name. I do, indeed. Um, I just want to apologize for, for Josh Dobbs. I mean, man, how quickly did that end? <laughs> like... That was quicker than Lynn's sanity. Like that was it was yeah. like the astronaut crash landed after about two weeks in, in Minnesota. So that's unfortunate. But uh yeah, team name uh for Matt and I. Uh, again, I don't know how we've lasted this long. It's been over four years 
since Matt and I have been on this podcast together. And this has been in the zeitgeist for like at least two of them. And yet somehow we've never had this team name. So tonight we will be the not your hosts. All right. So we've got the not your hosts against who's on quarterback. We've got some teams. Now let's kick it over to Dan for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. And today's first quarter will be the missing link. Oh, no. Jeez. <laughs> That's exciting. The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. All right, question one in The Missing Link. One of only three players to score a hat trick in a World Cup final, and by far the fastest, scoring three goals in 16 first half minutes. All right, we're going to check in. Who's on quarterback has checked in. The Not Your Hosts talk it out. So we have no clue, right? Yeah. So teams that have been in a lot of uh, World Cup championship games, Brazil, yeah, Germany, England's been a few. Uh, Lewandowski. No, Lewandowski. He plays for Poland. They don't even think they've even – I don't <laughs> even know that Poland's been, been to the World Cup in the last uh, 40 years. Um, that – uh, I mean, if this, if if the current, if the missing link was something to do with current events, that Franz Beckenbauer from Germany, who had an awesome World Cup run um, right. back in the seventies or eighties, I can't remember when it was, but he just passed away the other day. Um, something tells me that Franz and Beckenbauer are tough for a missing link. Yeah, you think? Hmm. Uh, yeah. Just... I mean, otherwise you go Pele. Uh, I mean, even yeah. even the ones that I know of, like the the one where Germany scored eight goals against Brazil, that was in a semifinal. That wasn't in a final. So, yeah, I'm. Uh, this is going to be 100 percent a guess. And not only that, but I mean, there's only like three three or four names that I think I could even come up with that would be people that we would think had scored. So uh, Maradona or Pele. Uh, it could be Maradona. I don't hate that. Yeah, let's do that because Diego gives us a potential door of the Explorer missing link, and I've been waiting for that one. So, yeah, let's do that. We're going to check in with uh, Diego Maradona. And who's on quarterback? What did you check in with? We went to the other side of the gender uh, rainbow. Oh, uh, To the Women's World Cup, 
when I believe that the United States drubbed Japan like eight to nothing or something. And Carly Lloyd, including like a 50 yarder in like the first 15 minutes of the game was the only one I can think of. And so that's what we checked in with. One team is getting points. Surprise. It's a woman. Yes. The correct answer is Carly Lloyd. Uh, the two men's World Cup final hat tricks were Jeff Hurst for England and then in this past World Cup, Kylian Mbappe. But Carly Lloyd, the only women's World Cup final hat trick and yeah, did it in 16 minutes when they jumped out to a 4 nothing lead, I think, in the first half and won that pretty handily. Question two in the missing link. A 2012 first round pick by the Seattle Seahawks. He was the first player to be ejected from a Super Bowl. All right, we're going to check in. Okay, the Not Your Hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it out. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing an Eric Eden, not reading the question, and I was throwing out some stuff that is not uh, 2012 <laughs> first picks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Bill Romanowski may have been <laughs> around in 2012 still. <laughs> no, I put Brian Bosworth in there as a joke. I knew that wasn't right, but it was... <laughs> Um, so I am kind of drawing a blank on this one. I think it's a linebacker. I can kind of remember the fight at the end of the Super Bowl. Which Super Bowl was it? Do you remember? Oh, the Patriots. They lost to the Patriots. Okay. But he's been with the Seahawks a few times. And I just can't remember his name. It's like a super boring name. And I can't Smith. remember it for the life of me. Johnson. Field. Trailer. I don't know. Like this. I, I do. <laughs> this is like Scott's uh, listing of cornerback <laughs> last names. I'm, uh, I, I'm not sure I've got it in there. Um, I'm fine with just Smith because that something like that rings a bell. So if you want to go with Smith, I, I'm fine with. Smith. Is there a white or a... No. I mean, I, I literally don't have any. Smith or a Wagner, I guess. Bobby Wagner could be it, but I... Oh, I like that one, because he he ended up at the Rams. Yeah, Let's do that. he's bounced around a little bit. Okay, we'll try that. Yeah. We'll go with right. uh, Bobby Wagner. Check it in. And the Not Your Hosts, what did you have? Also thought it was a linebacker. Um, didn't say Bobby Wagner. Smith, Walling, you're probably thinking of Malcolm Smith the outside linebacker who won Super Bowl MVP. I went with the other linebacker. I think he was a first-round pick out of West Virginia. He's been there multiple times, and he just got signed today by the Dolphins for the playoffs, so that's why it was in my head. We checked in with Bruce Irvin. One team is getting points. Correct answer is Bruce Irvin. Yeah, he was ejected in, like Eric said, that scrum between the Patriots and the Seahawks in the closing seconds of that Super Bowl after Malcolm Butler's interception. So the theme link answers so far are Carly Lloyd and Bruce Irvin. Question three in the missing link. Specific two-pair poker hand that is known as the dead man's hand. According to legend, it was the hand held by Wild Bill Hickok when he was killed. All right, we'll check in. Who's on quarterback has checked in. The not your hosts. Talk it out. So there's a different name other than the dead man hand? One of the light right? I, I, well, yeah, I guess so. According to legend, well, I, the Wild Bill Hickok thing is not going to help me. Well, I, I know that one. That's from 
I've seen that a couple of times in different movies, cultural reference. I know it's Aces Over Eights. Okay. I don't know if there's a different name other than the Dead Man's Hand. Is that what you're looking for, Taco? Are you looking for a different name? Or are you looking for the actual, like the... I'm, I'm looking for the the hand that's known as the Dead Man's Hand. So it's a specific two pair. Oh, well then ace, aces over eights. Got it. Okay. A pair of aces and a pair of eights. We'll check in with that. And who's on quarterback? What'd you have? Uh, we also checked in with the same thing. Uh, I know it was aces over eights. It's the dead man's hand. So Both team getting points. Yes, this is aces and eights. I considered throwing in something about a, an impact wrestling stable, but didn't quite get there. <laughs> that would have, that would have. That might have given it away a little bit. And a stable that had everyone in it. Yep. Everybody. Okay, the theme link answer so far, Carly Lloyd, Bruce Irvin, Aces and Eights. Question four. The previous stops for this recently unemployed college football assistant before his most recent job were Oklahoma, Ohio State, and Washington State. Sorry, Walling. I don't have much on this one. <laughs> you stumped us on this one, Taco. Yeah. <laughs> would would both would both teams like the school that he was most recently at in 2023? I I would take it. I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, he in 2023, he's no longer there because he's been fired. But he was at the University of Southern California. Yeah, we're gonna check in. Who's on quarterback has checked in. The not your hosts. You've got about 30 seconds to talk it out. I mean, the only way that this person could even be something we'd know is if they were a former, you know, player of some type. I mean, we're not going to know assistant coaches yeah, right. for four different teams over six years or whatever. Well, that's the, that's the thing. I was like, oh, is it a USC alum? But then it's like he's been at all these other stops, too. So, Well, based off of these names, is there anybody, any former player that we can think of that? Well, that's the thing. It's like... I. That's a lot of bouncing around. Usually, you know, former yeah. players try to usually stick with their alma maters. I mean, these are high-profile schools. Shut your ears, Washington State listeners, besides Washington State. but So it's probably a pretty well-regarded assistant, at least was maybe. But I don't know that that's helping. So I, I have no idea. Dave, are you pulling out a bottle of champagne? Is that champagne or wine? It looked like champagne, the way the... Hop. It's champagne. Well, it's, it's not technically champagne because it's from South Africa, but Graham Beck, really good producer, Western Cave. So it's good stuff. The Benchwarmer Survey Podcast now looking for a champagne sponsor. What what name are we going with? Uh, Phillips. London Fletcher. No, he's not coaching. Not there, at least. Uh, let's go Phillips. That's an assistant coach name. And who's on quarterback? What did you check in with? I think Lincoln Riley fired him because he was a mean one, and his name was Grinch. Uh, so we checked in with Grinch. One team is getting points. The correct answer is former USC defensive coordinator Alex Grinch. He's a mean one. Alex Grinch. All right. So the theme link answers so far, Carly Lloyd, Bruce Irvin, Aces and Eights, and Alex Grinch. Question five in the missing link. American sports venue that was the site of the Giants' most recent world championship victory. We're going to check in. The not your hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it out. I may have 
been there for this? I mean, it fits the theme. I mean, I have to go at it from the avenue of the theme, but I mean, if you think what it is and you say it, and I can, I'm much better at movies than I am at sports, especially when it comes to something. You know, it's about 15 minutes from here, and I was right behind left field as Alex Gordon was getting held up around third base uh, at Kauffman Stadium in the Truman Sports Complex. So I think we check in with the Truman Sports Complex. And the Not Your Hosts, what did you come up with? Um, Not, I mean, not that. I mean, yeah, we were just saying Kauffman Stadium. Yeah, who knows the name of sports complexes um, in Kansas City. Um, Yeah, so we just checked in with Kauffman Stadium. Here's the fun part. Both teams are getting points uh, because both of those answers, Kauffman Stadium and the Truman Sports Complex, fit the theme. So the theme link answers are Carly Lloyd, Bruce Irvin, Aces and Eights, Alex Grinch, Kauffman Stadium at the Truman Sports Complex. Both teams checked in with a correct link, but the Not Your Hosts checked in first. So Not Your Hosts, why don't you take us through what you came up with? Uh, Yeah, so after the first one, anytime I hear the name Lloyd, my head immediately goes to Dumb and Dumber because that's who doesn't, except for you Lloyd McClendon fans. But other than that, I feel like everyone else (laughs) Everyone else goes right to that. So then once the Seahawks question came and I was going through the draft and I got to Bruce Irvin, I said, okay, Lloyd and Bruce. And I sent to Matt, it's got to be Jim Carrey characters. Let's wait one more just to solidify it. Um, And then obviously everything else fit after that, Um, which is unfortunate because we still didn't get a few because I never thought it, I never thought a coach's a coach's name would be Grinch, even though Grinch was one of the characters that we named. So, uh, yeah, we checked in with Jim Carrey characters, and that is the correct link. Yeah, uh, Kaufman Stadium at the Truman Sports Complex was kind of what I built this from from the back because I thought it was cool that they both fit. Too good to pass up, yeah. No, which one is what? What was the character name? Kaufman. I don't remember that. Andy Kaufman. Of course, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Eric, I almost, I almost typed you "Dumb and Dumber" after Carly Lloyd because I was like "Dumb and Dumber?" Question right? mark. LOL. See, I'm like immediately. I'm like, I had the same thought. <laughs> I had the same thought, and I went to Bruce, and I'm like, dang. <laughs> I had, I had trouble figuring out how to fit Samsonite into a sports related question. <laughs> All right. After the first quarter, here are our scores. Who's on quarterback has 130 points and the not your hosts have 160. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia. You have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. We now move to the second quarter, which is pre and post game. Pre and post game. 
For this quarter, there will be four before and after style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 25 points. Question number one in pre- and post-game. The first Spanish woman inducted into the International Tennis Hall of Fame and the site of the final Olympics for both Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps. All right, cool. We're going to check in. Okay. Who's on quarterback has checked in the Not Your Hosts. Talk it up. Uh, Sanchez Vicario. Right, right. That makes sense. What's her first name? I, I don't know. Maria Sanchez Vicario. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Maria. Yeah. Is it Maria? I'm a West Side Story fan. It's Maria. Yeah. Okay. Maria Sanchez Vicario de Janeiro. And who's on quarterback? What did you have? This is my default answer anytime you say Spanish woman's tennis player. It's Arancha Sanchez Vicario de Janeiro. Janeiro. De Janeiro. You wouldn't win on the Wheel of Fortune if you said De Janeiro. <laughs> I know. Sajak would kick me out. <laughs> And yes, it is Arancha Sanchez Vicario de Janeiro. So one team getting points on that one. Walling, I wish you hadn't said tennis player. Just first Spanish woman. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's also my Spanish woman answer. <laughs> so. All right. Question two in pre and post game that I just realized during question one was inaccurate, so I'm rewriting it feverishly. But here we go. Question two in pre and post game. He had a World Series walk-off home run in 2005, and he was the first Russian goaltender to win a Stanley Cup, doing so in 2004. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That's totally fine with me. I would uh, absolutely not, never, ever get that, get that last name. All right. Well, then we will check it in. Who's on quarterback has checked in. The not your hosts. Talk it up. So Scott Pesednik hit the walk-off home run because he hit zero regular season home runs that year. Oh, yeah. And is it, Cob- is, it, is, it, is it Cobby Bowen for the Lightning? That makes sense. Yeah. Is, his first name, is, it, is it Nikolai? Right? Nikolai Cobby Bowen? Sounds right. I think it's Nikolai. Is it, is it Nikita? I think it's Nikolai. Neither one of those names were in uh, West Side Story, so I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got Walling on that one. Come on. <laughs> uh, we're going to check in with Scott, but said Nikolai Copy Bullen. And who's on quarterback? What did you come up with? Uh, we checked in with M- Mr. Lisa Durgan. Scott put said Nikolai Habibulin. <laughs> Both teams getting points. Uh, this is not Scott spelling be around, so you do not have to spell Oof. Scott put said Nikolai Habibulin correctly. I got put said Nick right when I typed it to Matt. Don't know if I got Habibulin's spelling right. There's like, a when, there's like a Wednesday thing with him where I have to like say like Scott pod said Nick. Yep. Okay. Question three in pre and post game. Current wide receiver coach for the Detroit Lions, whose NFL career passing line is 22 of 27 for 323 yards and six touchdowns, who is perhaps the most famous Mexican luchador of all time, 
starring in 52 movies between 1958 and 1982, in addition to his in-ring work. All right, we're going to check in. The Not Your Hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Your turn to talk it out. How's your luchador trivia? Dude, um, Nacho Libre. uh... (laughs) Right? So ours is similar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, we can already, they already checked in. So you have Antoine Randall L. So it's L. Something. You could say El Diablo, like the devil. Like, I mean, L. I mean, El Diablo is a classic. L. L. Woods. No, wait, nice. wrong, wrong kind of movie. Nice. <laughs> yes. Famous luchador L. Woods. All pink. <laughs> I mean, she's got a chihuahua. So. <laughs> so she named the dog it. after Bruiser Brody. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, El Diablo's not that's the only thing stuck in my head. I am not going to talk you out of anything when it comes to luchador. If it's not, if it didn't end in Rey Mysterio, which isn't really a luchador, but he wore a mask, I got nothing. Uh, I just say we go with El Diablo. Okay. Antoine Randall, El Diablo it is. Check it in. And the Not Your Hosts, what'd you have? Sounds really cool. Um, Don't know if it's right, but it sounds really cool. So yeah, right away we both kind of jumped on Antoine Randall L based on the passing stats and the fact that he would be a wide receiver coach. Um, So then, and L obviously makes sense for a luchador. So I know there's a luchador named El Dandy that I used to hear about a lot being this wrestler back in the day. And only because I've heard of him a lot leads me to believe that maybe he was very famous. So we're checking in with Antoine Randall L. Dandy. Okay. Two valiant guesses at a luchador, neither of them correct. Uh, This, uh, you were both right with the first half being Antoine Randall L. The luchador in question, it's actually kind of the opposite of uh, who's on quarterbacks, El Diablo guess. Uh, The full correct answer is Antoine Randall L. Santo. The saint. Yeah, if you've seen, like, kind of the stereotypical luchador mask in pop culture or whatever, it's most likely El Santo's mask. He was a huge, he was like the luchador for a long, long time. Question four in pre and post game. This is a, you'll be able to, this one's scarier than it sounds, but this is a pre and pre and post and post game. Oh, no. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Here's question four in pre and post game. This is an all NBA players question. The eighth pick in 2016 from University of Washington and the fourth pick in 2005 from Wake Forest and the 10th pick in 2010 from Fresno State and the 40th pick in 1974 from Eastern Michigan. All right, we're checked in. Okay. The not your hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it up. Mark. Marquise, Marquise, Chris, Paul, George, which could really just be four different people. Um, that's a that's a, what you, that, that, that's, that's an R and B group. What, what you yeah, <laughs> Ronnie, Bobby, <laughs> Ricky, Mike, Marquise, Paul, Chris, George, George. I think this. Is, I'm pretty sure this is a nobleman somewhere in England. So, <laughs> um, oh. Marquise, Chris, Paul. So you got Marquise, Chris, Chris, Paul. George, we got Paul George, and then 1974 from Eastern Michigan. Too late for Mikan. It could be Gervin. Could be Gervin. It fits the time because he was 
seventies and eighties. I don't remember if he went to Eastern Michigan, but I don't think anybody does. So, <laughs> um, all I got is George Jones in my head all of a sudden, but that's a country <laughs> singer, and that's not the right one. Look, they drafted some wacky people in the late rounds <laughs> in the seventies. You just wouldn't rule it out. I don't know if it's going to fall into this category, but I, we can save it for halftime. I think that the only player that I can think of from that era named George is George Gervin. So I like that. That's okay. fine with me. I okay. mean, I, I've heard that name before, and that's I don't have anything else rattling around. So okay, Marquise, Chris, Paul, George Gervin. Check it in. And the not your hosts, what'd you have? Yeah, uh, Latoya, Latavia, Farah, and George, the rejected members of Destiny's Child. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, we actually checked in with the same thing. It all just made sense. So Marquise, Chris, Paul, George, Gervin. Both teams getting points. It is Marquise, Chris, Paul, George, Gervin. And uh, there is there was a, a an even longer version of this question that I was writing just for my own sick <laughs> sick needs um where the george gervin went into vin baker and baker went into kermit washington and just to see how far i could get it um but it's you know this 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 was the gettable version this is this is what happens when teachers have christmas break they they (laughs) come up with ridiculous pre and pre and pre and pre we go to we go to real weird places and you're saying Kermit Washington went into tons of funk, which was Albert and Brodus Clay, which went into right. Clay Thompson. Clay yeah, Thompson went into Tom, which went into Thompson twins. to Sonny Jurgensen. So you can you can do this. Uh, you can do this for years. <laughs> After the second quarter, things have gotten a little bit closer. Who's on quarterback with 205, and the not your hosts just in front with 210. It's now time for halftime. It is now time for the Halftime Show. There will be three entertainment questions. Each question is worth 25 points. And the theme of today's Halftime is actors in sports biopics playing real people. I'm going to give you the real person that was portrayed in the biopic, and you will tell me the actor that played them. Question one in Halftime. After playing Batman... He played Nike CEO Phil Knight in Air. Checked in. The Not Your Hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it out. Yeah, we got this one right away. That was uh, definitely the man who looks very sad whenever he's with his wife, Mr. Ben Affleck. (laughs) And the Not Your Hosts, what'd you have? Yeah, it almost seemed too easy for it to be right. You white, you Ben Affleck. Yep. The man himself who's never looked sadder holding a Dunkin' Donuts coffee. This is Ben Affleck. Question two of halftime. After playing the president of the United States, he played Dodgers president Branch Rickey in 42. Checked in. The not your hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it out. Uh, Eric, I never actually saw 42. Oh, it's a shame. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So who's played presidents then? Uh, you got... You got- uh Harrison Ford. That was where my mind went. John Travolta, Martin Sheen. Get off. I all I got is get off my plane all of a sudden in my head. I know. I feel like I would have heard if he was in that though. When did 42 come out? Do you remember? 1947. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> came so out actually in 1941. That's it was a, docu- it was a documentary. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
I like I like Martin Sheen better than Harrison Ford because I just feel like Harrison Ford would have done it. He just like I think he's very picky with his stuff, and Martin Sheen seems a little more open to like okay things. So okay, all right, let's let's go with Sheen. Then. We'll check in with Martin Sheen. And the not your hosts. What you have? First of all, I'm really upset that Aaron Eckhart played president. Um, Jamie Foxx played president. Um, John Voight not Brand Tricky. John oh. Voight was a terrific FDR in Pearl Harbor. Um, what was the uh, the guy who played the president in Idiocracy? The the former football player, Terry Cruz. Cruz. Terry Cruz. Cruz. Yeah, there you go. Terry Cruz playing Brand Tricky. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. Fuck Debo from Fifth Element. <laughs> you go. Like, yeah. Yes, <laughs> a great, a great, great brand, Ricky. Matt, Matt, go ahead and and it unfortunately was, put them out. It of was there. Harrison Ford. Yeah, <laughs> one team is getting points. It was. Oh man, sorry, Harrison Eric. Ford. That's all right. <laughs> no thunder at all. And the final question of halftime question three: After portraying an aspiring shrimp fisherman, he played Don King in Ali. Not Tom Hanks, did he? He didn't do that, right? Tom Hanks says Don King. <laughs> Listen, there's he's the, a good there's actor. the episode graphic. He's got to be. <laughs> he is. He does have some range, but I think. Okay, uh, yeah, to pull that off. All right, we're checked in. The not your hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it up. Well, I guess I shouldn't have said that Tom Hanks thing because I'm thinking it's from that movie. We're thinking it's Bubba, but I can't. I don't know what his name is in real life. It's in here somewhere. I could just hear his different shrimp it's dishes. The, it's in, in the head. room. Oh, it's in the room. It's from gumbo. The room where it happens. Shrimp, shrimp sandwich. Shrimp salad. You don't tuck the lip in. You're gonna trip over a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I always find it funny when anybody ever names their dog Lieutenant Dan. That any dog doesn't have any legs or animals. It's like, it's just like, like of course. It's just, every, every time I think of the military, I, I think of them. Gump, why did you assemble your weapons so quickly? Private Gump, because you told me to, Joe Sajid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Will, Williams, William, Williamson, Williamson. My Kelty Williamson. There it is. It's in my brain somewhere. I told you it was in the recesses next to useless Nolan Ryan facts. Way to dig deep. Thank you. Check that in. And the not your hosts. What'd you have? Yeah, I'm just really surprised that Walling didn't get him late at some point. Uh, we also checked in with my Kelty <laughs> Williamson. You didn't play Ruben Sierra. Points to both teams. It is my Kelty Williamson of Forrest Gump and Con Air fame. Who, uh, yeah, played Don King in Ali, a movie I need to rewatch. I watched it once, but not in a long time. And I feel like I should give it another go. That was one of those movies that I bought, like, in a bundle of DVDs, like, just as DVDs were kind of becoming, you know, my kids were born and around that time. So, like, all of a sudden my life got obsessed with kid stuff. So I have the DVD along with three others that I've never watched. So it's still in the shrink wrap. From it like is. 2009. Yeah. I think yeah. it must have been in a boxing one because there was that one that um, Denzel Washington was also something about. Oh, Hurricane? The hurricane. Hurricane, yeah. Hurricane, yeah. in that movie either. Oh, that's you got it. That's, that's a, a, a good was one. Million Dollar Baby in there too? Did you just get like a bundle <laughs> just of get all the It was. I think it was Cinderella Man was in there. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, had awesome. he had Digstown in there. I think I have seen all later. It's just that I haven't seen it. Southpaw. That's a great bundle. Yeah. 
I forgot he was in Con Air. He's the diabetic in Con Air. Yeah. That he yes. yes. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I was just thinking the other day of the uh, when Steve Buscemi gets on the plane. And yeah. I'm just looking at him going, what's wrong with him? And Nicholas Cage just goes, <laughs> my first thought would be a lot. <laughs> Dude, that's another movie I've never seen. And I, I oh, you've oh, never seen Con Air. Oh, yeah. that I think a part a... of the reason I've never seen it is because it's gotten to be this like it's this cult classic kind of a deal. You know, well, like the thing it's about so it, good, it's, it's so, so stupid good. good. Yes. Like, okay. When it when it came out, it was awesome. I remember when it came out, like, oh dude, this movie's amazing. And then as you watch it later, you're like, this is actually a very bad movie. Like but like your childhood memory of it was so good. Like like when it initially came out, you're like this is an amazing movie. After halftime, we have scores of Who's on Quarterback with 255 and the Not Your Hosts just ahead with 285. And the third quarter will be Curriculum Vitae. Curriculum Vitae. In this round, the hosts will list the teams and years for which a player spent time and may also give a few fun facts about each player. Each question is worth 20 points. And this is going to be another travel edition of Curriculum Vitae. So you are going to get an MLB player's trade history, just their trade history. No free agency, no draft, no anything else. Just their trade history. And you're going to have to suss out who the player is. Let's go, Wally. It's going to be so fun for us. As long as this is like early 2000s Cardinals, I got it covered. Well, the problem is if we hear like for a box of cigars as part of the trade, then we know it's (laughs) for three bags of rags and an old rusty tin can. For a lead actress in a TV in a play in New York, <laughs> yeah. <isn't that> <laughs> got it. And two blocks of real estate on Manhattan Island. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Question one in curriculum vitae. December nineteenth, twenty ten, traded by the Kansas City Royals with Unieski Betancourt and Cash to the Milwaukee Brewers for Lorenzo Cain, Alcides Escobar, Jeremy Jeffress, and Jake Odorizzi. Checked in. July twelfth, July twenty seventh, twenty twelve, traded by the Milwaukee Brewers to the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim for Johnny Helwig, Ariel Pena, and Gene Segura. July thirty first, twenty nineteen, traded by the Arizona Diamondbacks with cash to the Houston Astros for Seth Beer, J.B. Bukaskis, Corbin Martin, and Josh Rojas. The not your hosts are already checked in after the first trade because Scott is a monster. Uh, so who's on quarterback? Feel free to talk the whole thing out. I mean, to so, be fair, I think it. I had it after the first clue and yeah. I, I just wasn't good enough to check in over your question. <laughs> he has something called etiquette. <laughs> yeah. So. Trivia etiquette. I don't have that. <laughs> so this is only their trade. So if they signed with somebody else, this is not included in there. Like right. they travel teams. Okay. Okay. But this is the I, famous trade that launched the Royals World Series for America's favorite weirdo. Um, Zach Granke is the one for all these. So I'm 100% on that if you're good with it. Yeah, that's totally fine with me. I, I hope he keeps pitching for a while because I do like the fact that he just does things that are like, like, like 
Yeah, yeah. Well, my favorite, they came, there was a quote, I think, an interview with him, and he said, they said, why did you sign with L.A. or something? And they said, because they paid me the most money. Why would I sign anywhere but somewhere that would pay me the most money? That would be stupid. It's like, yes, exactly. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> like, at least you were willing to admit yeah. it, right? Instead my of going, favorite, you know, I just yeah. prayed a lot. And the God told me to take three <laughs> X as much money as anyone else was offering. Yeah. So, all right. That's my I like, Yeah. I like his, <laughs> I like his shaking off his own signs on the comp view. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was the thing I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> He's like shaking off his own sign. Confuse your catcher. All right. Anyways. All right. Yeah. America's favorite weirdo, Zach Greinke. Check it in. And the, not your hosts, what'd you have? I remember that trade like it was yesterday, the Brewers Royals trade that like Walling said was the catalyst for the World Series. Uh yeah, Zach Greinke. Both teams getting points. Yes, it is Zach Greinke. We kind of should do this like flop turn and river style where you get the first you get train, after the and first yeah. check yeah, you in go. and then you can all right. That's well. awesome. Question two in curriculum vitae. December fifth, nineteen eighty eight. Traded by the Chicago Cubs with Drew Hall and Rafael Palmero to the Texas Rangers for Luis Benitez, Pablo Delgado, Paul Kilgus, Kurt Wilkerson, Mitch Williams, and Steve Wilson. July 30th, 1996, traded by the Boston Red Sox to the Seattle Mariners for Darren Bragg. August 19th, 2006, traded by the Seattle Mariners to the Philadelphia Phillies for Andrew Baldwin and Andy Barb. We're going to check in. Okay. Who's on quarterback has checked in the not your hosts talk it out. Yeah. So that, that 88 trade does nothing for me. Yeah. I mean, I, I was focusing on that one for the first, you know, well, soon when he first said it traded by the Cubs, I was like, Oh, it's Palmero. And then he said Palmero. And I was like, yeah. Damn it. And I was sitting there going uh, like who Cubs 88, but then you're right. 2006. And I'm like, Whoa. Well, that's, that's the thing. The 96 trade. I like, I remember the Darren Bragg trade. Yeah, and then I got thrown. The Mariners and Phillies were swapping a bunch of players around that time. Like Cliff so this Lee, must have been Ryan. a minor leaguer in the '88 trade, that, or, right? Exactly. And that's why initially I was like, with oh, the Rangers." I was like, "Is this Raul Abanez?" Because he was a Mariner and a Philly around '06, but he was never in Boston. So that's why I'm now I'm on Tom Gordon because I I feel like he might have come up in the Cubs system. And I mean, this is a guy that what he got traded eighteen years later. So to me, that's a pitcher and a reliever makes sense. And I remember him being on the Red Sox. He was an All Star on the Sox in the early to mid nineties. Seattle makes sense for him, and then the Phillies make sense in '06. So if if you don't have anything else, I yeah. think we go Tom. I'm not hundred percent on it, but I feel pretty good about it. So. We're going to check in with uh, Tom Gordon. And who's on quarterback? What did you check in with? Well, I had this uh, Pat right off the first trade, uh, but I wanted to make sure Walling was on board as well, having a render. <laughs> but I believe this is uh, Jaime Moyer. That's the oh. we're checking with Jaime Moyer. <laughs> or Jamie Moyer. Jamie Moyer. Sorry, it's not, not Mexican. One team is getting points. Yes, this is Jamie Moyer, uh, the 
transactions in between the Palmero trade Oof. and the Darren Bragg trade are released by the Texas Rangers, signs with the Cardinals, released by the Cardinals, signed with the Cubs, released by the Cubs, signed with the Tigers, signed with the Orioles, signed with the Red Sox. He was bouncing around before he found a home yeah. in Seattle. But this is that's Jamie Moyer. That's a good pull. That's Jamie. Jaime Moyer. That's a good pull. He threw exactly as Jaime hard Jaime Moyer. Moyer. That's actually how the song would say it. If you right. like. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he's half, half Spanish, half French. Jaime Moyer. Yes. Very good player for me, Francais. Jaime Moyer. So. <laughs> this Jaime Moyer has notes of uh, tobacco and uh, boot Dirt. leather. <laughs> and a little earthy. The oh, rains came burnt. early this year. Little 70, bit of, 78 uh, mile an hour changeups. Some Neosporin, because he's putting it on the... No, it's kidding. So. <laughs> he's full-bodied. Yes. With that career, definitely full-bodied. Okay. Question three in Curriculum Vitae. And I'm worried that I've stacked the deck a little bit because I've started in, with another first trade involving the Royals. So here we go. Uh, traded as part of a three-team trade by the Kansas City Royals to the Houston Astros. The Oakland Athletics sent Mark Tian and Mike Wood to the Royals. The Astros sent Octavia Dotel to the Athletics. The Astros sent John Buck and Cash to the Royals. July 28th, 2011, traded by the New York Mets with Cash to the San Francisco Giants for Zach Wheeler. August 1st, 2016, traded by the New York Yankees to the Texas Rangers for Nick Green, Eric Swanson, and Dylan Tate. I'm uh, 99% sure on this, Matt. And take your 99% and check it in. All right, we're checked in. The not-your-hosts have checked in. Who's on quarterback? Talk it out. All right, there's Kansas City and Texas Rangers. <laughs> no, right? One, Eric. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. I remember Dylan Tate. So Dylan Tate was supposed to be this like stud kid out of college. Yep. Absolutely flamed out with the Rangers. Hang on. What year was the first one? 2004. Oh, duh. Uh, this is obviously. Yes. You know, you, you, you minded it to me. The guy, the it's guy. The, it's him. Charlie, Charlie Beltran, I believe is, is what he likes to be called. So yeah, he was he had a brief stint with the Rangers and then he went back to Houston where he banged trash cans and in until he was uninvited from the major leagues. I thought you were talking about something else when you said about banging trash <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. No. <laughs> yeah, that's oof. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he does in his hotel room, but Charlie's trash cans. Charles Beltran. Check it in. And the not your hosts, what'd you have? Yeah, I remember the the three team trade. Mark Tian was supposed to be he was supposed to be a guy at, in was. Kansas City, and, and he was not. Um, but he was supposed to be. And then the Wheeler trade, I remember, was pretty controversial at the time because Wheeler was big time prospect. And um, yeah, Carlos Beltran or, or Charles Beltran, whatever Carlos, Carlos. Beltran. They're, yeah, Charles and Carlos are the same. I mean, they're interchangeable. We know that. he's in charge. Both getting points. This is. Uh... Uh, Monegasque F1 driver Charles Beltran. <laughs> Charles. Charles Beltran. Oh. So, <laughs> question four in curriculum vitae. June 13th, 1984, as a minor leaguer, traded by the Chicago Cubs with Daryl Banks, Mel Hall, and Don Schultze 
to the Cleveland Indians for George Fraser, Ron Hassey, and Rick Sutcliffe. December 6th, 1989, traded by the Cleveland Indians to the San Diego Padres for Sandy Alomar, Carlos Baerga, and Chris James. December 5th, 1990, traded by the San Diego Padres with Roberto Alomar to the Toronto Blue Jays for Tony Fernandez and Fred McGriff. <laughs> July 23rd, 1998, traded by the Baltimore Orioles to the San Francisco Giants for Darren Blood. Is there any way you can throw an F1 question into the uh, last Fourth round? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't, listen, don't tempt me. There are F1 questions in my drafts. Rolodex. In my Rolodex, exactly. Some Formula Un. Formula Un. How about you just say, I like really, really thin pancakes? That movie was very dumb, but it has some really good good parts. It really does. We're going to go ahead and check in. Who's on quarterback has checked in. The Not Your Hosts. Talk it out. The name that we've come up with is Joe Carter. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right, because I remember that the Padres-Blue Jays trade pretty much giving the Blue Jays the World Series because they got Joe Carter in the deal. Um, and like last summer I was watching, I went back and watched like every all-star game from like 85 on. And I remember at that, that all-star game that year, they were talking about a potential trade and things like that. And some of the names that were involved. So I'm pretty sure you're right on that one. I feel good about that. So we're going to check in with Joe Carter. And who's on quarterback. What did you check in with? We checked in with the same. It's literally, I'm like looking at this. Not knowing, but I had 90s to the Blue Jays. And I'm like, I know they won the World Series in 92 and I think 93. And I'm like, the only guy I can think of is the guy waving his arms like this as he's running around the bases. And like, and he's like, Joe Carter is the only guy I got to make up. That's the only guy I was going to think of, too. Either that or the guy named Bell, where George Joe Carter, yeah, where George Carter stole his. Explore and gave it away. Yeah. Derek, <laughs> oh, Derek Bell, Derek Bell, yeah. Derek Bell. <laughs> yeah. And he like and he drove his he drove his out on the field and gave it away. But I think it was Joe Carter that did it. So we checked in with Joe Carter. Both teams getting points. It is Joe Carter. Yeah, I kind of got obsessed with this travel log. Just like both Alomar brothers are involved. Uh, right. Carlos Baerga is a good shout. That 90 trade of Carter and Alomar for Tony Fernandez and Fred. That's Smith, a win like, all that's around. A, that's a fun two for two swap. Like yep. we need more trades like that in professional sports today. Agreed. It's usually like one team dumping things, but that's like a two guys get two teams get better because of that trade. All right. After the third quarter, the game is real, real close. Who's on quarterback has 355 and the not your hosts have 360. It's now time for the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as put your fours up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. And in this fourth quarter, all of the questions have a like a draft angle, but they're not explicitly draft questions except for the last one. So all I'll give you is the uh, question one is an NBA question. 
So wait, now should... we're talking about drafting. Are you talking about F one drafting? Is that yeah? Like they... yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, question one is an NBA question. Question two is NFL. Question three is Major League Baseball, and question four has to do with players drafted in multiple sports. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question one of the fourth quarter uh, category is NBA. In the lottery era, there have only been two players drafted outside the lottery to win rookie of the year. Both are slash were guards who won the awards for Eastern Conference teams. Name both players. Both? Uh, we are going to go ahead and check in. Okay. Who's on quarterback has checked in? The not your hosts. Talk it out. Okay. The current guy is Malcolm Brogdon, for sure. And the name that we brought up, we brought a bunch of different names. Joe Dumars. Yep. We brought yeah. up Damon Stoudemire. Definitely a lottery pick. I thought Mike yep. Miller, but he was definitely a lottery pick. Then I was trying to think of just people that I thought from the late 80s and early 90s that yep. won Rookie of the Year that might have been on the East Coast that I, I don't know if they were a lottery pick or not. And I'm like, I'm certain that Mark Jackson won Rookie of the Year. I know he played for the okay. Knicks and he's a guard. I don't think he was a lottery pick. I don't know if he was a lottery pick or not. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think he was. So okay. let's do that. So Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. And Malcolm Brogdon. There you go. For 100 points. And who's on quarterback? What did you have? Uh, we got to Brogdon as the active guy and could not get to a second one, but thought we had a name. Um, and since it gives us a couple of options, uh, we are just going with the last name of Hardaway. <laughs> okay, so I'm we've got not right because Scott's laughing his ass. Brogdon and Hardaway. <laughs> no, I'm just Brogdon laughing because it's it's great to give yourself options. <laughs> for how many um, points, guys? Uh, for fifty-five points. Uh, the correct answers are Malcolm Brogdon and London Hardaway. No, uh, the correct answers are <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon and in 87-88 with the New York Knicks, Mark Jackson. So one Ooh. team getting their points, and it's the not your hosts. Very nicely done. Question two in the fourth quarter in the category of NFL. Tom Brady, have you heard of him? He's famously a sixth-round pick that won a Super Bowl MVP. But since the year 2000, there have been two seventh-round picks to win Super Bowl MVP. Neither are quarterbacks. Name either one. We're going to check in. Okay. Who's on quarterback has checked in. Be not your hosts. Talk it up. All right. So all the Patriots ones were either... So the Tom well, one was, one was Dion Branch, but I don't think he was a seventh-rounder. Thought he was drafted well, before then. During that uh, Seattle Patriots one, where they caught the interception <laughs> and didn't give it to Marshawn. Um, yeah. Who got the? Don't remind me. One? 
I assume it was Tom Brady. I turned it off as soon as he threw the interception. So I know nothing <laughs> about I didn't even know that Bruce Irvin got kicked out of that game, that there was a scrum because I literally turned the game off as soon as he threw the interception. Um, uh, but if it was Malcolm Butler, then that could be one. He's the one that got the interception. Yeah. He certainly could have been Would a seventh round Would they give him pick. the MVP for one play? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not just any one play. I mean, it's Super Bowl winning interception. Um, again, we got two Giants Super Bowls in there, two Steelers. We've got a Saints, a Colts, Packers, Packers which obviously Rogers. it's yeah, of course. Uh, um, what about the? No, I was gonna say who was Super Bowl of the? Do we have the three Steelers ones or just two? No, just the two Big Ben ones. Oh, and that's right, because then the other one's ninety three or ninety four. There's right? the Bron. Well, this is from th- yeah from two thousand. So then yeah. there's the Broncos, the Broncos, the Panthers, and that was Von Miller. So that and then there was the Broncos lost to Seattle. Who was for who was from Seattle? I. Don't Malcolm Smith, who I mentioned earlier, but I don't know when he was drafted. He could Wait. have been a seventh rounder. No, the Seattle Broncos won. Yeah, the Malcolm Seattle... Smith. Malcolm Smith won Super Bowl MVP for the Seahawks. Malcolm Butler picked oh, off okay. the oh, yeah, yeah, Seahawks. Yeah, yeah. Just a lot of Malcolms, I know. Hashtag too many Malcolms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually a great hashtag. <laughs> um, so it could be Malcolm Smith. Uh, what about? I'm trying to remember. Aaron Donald got it for the for the Rams a couple of years yeah, ago. Certainly not Holmes. a seven round pick, nice. right? Holmes so, wasn't. yeah. I do. We, do we go with the Malcolm? One of the Malcolms? Can we just say Malcolm? I don't know because it's technically it's not a surname; it's a first name. We're, we're going to need really We're going to need a last name. We've never really done that. Damn, <laughs> Malcolm is the last the name. First name. It is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's if you want to yeah. go with last name Malcolm and have it be Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm positive that Malcolm Smith is at least a Super Bowl MVP. Malcolm Butler might be, might have won it. Go for it. So let's go with the one I guess that we at least know for sure won Super Bowl MVP. So we're going to check in Malcolm Smith for 100 points. And who's on quarterback? What did you have? Ah, uh, ah, yes, me. Uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> um, we were uh, typing something. We were typing many things, but uh, I was typing when you were like, it was me, and it was. I only thought that Von Miller was the only one that got a defensive MVP in the two thousands, two thousand. But then you said Aaron Donald. And then he was like, Miller didn't get it when the Broncos they go, yeah, he did because Peyton sucked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was so bad. Peyton's <laughs> game was so bad. I go, he got it. Uh, we ended up going with Julian Edelman because I know he was uh, not a big pick, but he won it with oh, the, the Falcons one. So we won Edelman for 1 million <laughs> points. Sorry. <laughs> And both teams are getting their points. You got hey. the two. It was Malcolm Smith in Super Bowl 48 and Julian Edelman in Super Bowl 53. It wasn't the Falcons one, but it was the god-awful one against the Rams where he had yeah. ten, 10 catches for 141 yards and nobody else was any good in that game. So he won the MVP. So points to both teams. Well done. I just missed him. him I, th- the- I thought he was undrafted. I, that's why he was in my head. I knew he won 
MVP, but I, for some reason, I always think of him as undrafted. Yeah, he Butler was the was 232nd yeah. pick overall. He should have got it for that Falcons one, that catch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question three in the fourth quarter category is Major League Baseball. Asking who the lowest MLB draft pick to make the Hall of Fame is <laughs> would be too easy. So let's ask about the next lowest. He was a 22nd round pick who played 21 seasons in the majors, winning a Cy Young and striking out over 3,000 batters. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2015. Name him. We are going to check in. Oh, jeez. Okay. Who's on quarterback has checked in? The not your hosts. Talk it out. Um, So interestingly, if I recall correctly, Pedro was only drafted because his brother played for the Dodgers and like was somebody he, from the Dodgers actually drafted, but I thought he got drafted like super late, but I'm, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I'm just, but I know he wasn't like a highly, you know what I mean? Like a touted yeah, I, kind of a deal. I didn't think he was drafted at all. I thought he was, he just signed. Cause that's what a lot okay, of the internet that might be. I didn't mean, no, you could be I, right. I don't know. My my mind, like, we're thinking, again, 2015 induction. He retired around 2010. Means he likely started his career in so 89, The names that you threw around were Glavin, Smoltz, Johnson, yeah. Pedro. Well, no, no. Those are guys I eliminated. I was just naming guys that won Cy Young during the 90s. Well, who would have also retired around that time that would have been inducted around 2015? I, I kind of like Smoltz, right? He's got. I know he's got the one Cy Young award. He, I think he maybe would have gotten a 3,000 strikeout, even though he was a closer for a little bit. Because uh, Glavin, I think Glavin has two Cy Youngs, right? I think. I don't remember. I don't either, but. Let's and then that. other guy, like, because who else won? If you I know mean, that Smoltz only had one. I'm pretty sure Smoltz fits with the time frame. I, don't, I have no idea when he was drafted. I mean. Yeah, I I don't know much. I don't think he again he was a highly touted guy, but again, I'm just throwing a guy out there that I know one of Cy Young in that era that played for uh, he did play for a while. I like you know, this isn't Pat Henkin. Hall Hall of Famer Pat Henkin. That's what I'm saying, right, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> He's a member of some Hall of Fame somewhere, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. I think the Pat Hankin Hall of Fame. Fame. He's probably he's probably in the Blue Jays <laughs> Hall of Fame or whatever they have. Um, yeah, the, I don't know the, the Tim Hortons Donut of Honor or something. I already wrote down Smoltz. Just do it. All right, we're gonna check in with John Smoltz for 56 points. And who's on quarterback? What did you say? Uh, we checked in uh, with 100 points for. A uh, very famous Atlanta Braves closer, John Rocker. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> John Smoltz is what I meant to say. John Smoltz, also. Both teams getting points. Yeah, it is John Smoltz. Yeah, twenty-second round pick, the lowest MLB draft pick to make the Hall of Fame by a wide stretch is sixty-second round pick Mike Piazza. Yeah, but you know there is one other twentieth or later round pick that's in the Hall of Fame. That's an interesting one. Um, it's Ryan Sandberg. Oh. It was a 20th round pick. Did, uh, yeah. Ryan Sandberg, he, did he, oh no, it was Grace that led the, never mind. Yeah. Grace died. 
Grace died eight years ago. <laughs> I hear some squeaking noise. <laughs> All right, let's get, let's get to the last Hold question. Hold on a second. What is that from? <laughs> Chris's vacation. His vacation. Oh, yeah. you <laughs> couldn't okay. hear squeaking okay. noise if you had a dump truck driving through a night of this plant. <laughs> 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 All right. The last question is about players that have been drafted in multiple sports leagues. And I almost wrote a Tom Glavin question for this, but I, I, didn't I was ready put, for a Tom Glavin. I, I didn't want to put yep. Glavin and Smoltz in the same fourth quarter. I felt that would be overkill. There are many players who have been drafted in more than one big four sports league, but only two players have been drafted in the first round in more than one big four sports league. One was in the NFL and the MLB drafts, and I won't be giving any more hints about that one. The other was in the MLB and the NBA drafts and was notably featured in a documentary alongside another player famous for playing both baseball and basketball. Name both. All right. We're going to check in. Who is on quarterback has checked in for the final time tonight. The not your hosts. The floor is yours. Talk it up. You're, uh, completely yeah Kyler Murray for the first one second part we're lost again assuming the documentary is the last dance right about someone who famously played basketball and baseball so who would be featured in the last dance like is it someone he played against in the NBA is it Someone that he played with on the Barons, is it like uh, Steve Sachs? Um, I don't know that it's Steve Sachs. Um, yeah, they didn't have any like uh, Jerry Reinsdorf. Uh, of course, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right? But is it is it is it someone? Is it a coach? Is it Phil? Mm, I. Don't know. I don't know that I see him as a baseball player. I mean, who knows? Back in the nineteen late sixties, right? That would have been about time his time frame, late sixties or mid seventies. Yeah. Um. I mean, if we don't come up with anything else, that's fine. I mean, I just can't think of an like a. You know, they would get into like all of the different I mean, playoff that, series. So you're pretty sure it wasn't one of the one of the people, one of his teammates. Wasn't Dennis. not that I can think. I don't think Tony Kukoc was wasn't drafted. Luke Longley. First round of MLB. Oh, you know what? Might might have been Bill Wennington. Uh, no, I don't think it was one of his teammates because that would be its own trivia question. You know what I mean? Like that's something you would have you would have heard if there were two guys that played the, both of the same sports on the same team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, featured is interesting because it could just be someone he faced in a playoff series. So I don't we can know, go man. Phil Jackson. I don't. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll check in with uh, <laughs> two answers I never thought would be given at the same time. Kyler Murray and Phil Jackson for 100 points. All right. And who's on quarterback? What did you have? Did we had Kyler Murray pretty quick. Then I was rolling through um, stereotypical teammates of Michael Jordan that May have played baseball, so I ruled out Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, and Luke Longley um, <laughs> for various reasons, and got to 
John Paxson and thought he seems like a guy who would have played a lot of baseball and basketball together. And so we checked in with Murray and Paxson or Hardaway, whichever one gets us the right answer for 100 <laughs> points. <laughs> okay, points? so. 100. For 100, yeah. They said it. So both teams had the first half correct with Kyler Murray. The other half, he was a first round pick in the 1989 MLB draft by the Seattle Mariners, chose not to sign and attended UConn instead. He was drafted then in the fifth round by the Blue Jays and played two seasons before quitting baseball and returning to basketball. And he was drafted 20th overall by the Hornets in 1993. Uh, he is most notable in the last dance for being the target of Michael Jordan's in practice trash talk and a uh, oh. lot of berating. Um, this is Scott Burrell. I had no idea. Mm. He yeah, I was very surprised also as I was doing research. So the correct answer is Kyler Murray and Scott Burrell. So no teams getting points on that one. Any relation to Pat? <laughs> could be Pat new uh, new San Francisco Giants coach Pat Burrell we have come to the end of the game and here are our final scores who's on quarterback put up a valiant efforts and finished with 400 points but the clipboard captain of the game winning the coveted Dennis Dixon award with 516 points is the not your hosts. Congratulations, not your hosts. Uh, Dave, thank you for coming on. I'm sorry I didn't work in any F1 questions into this game, although I do have some in the in the tank ready to go. Uh, is tank. there anything you'd like to say on the way out? Thank you so much for having me on. I love coming on and playing. I know every time I come on here, I need as much help as possible. The reason I listen to this podcast is to gain my sports trivia knowledge. Obviously, my job doesn't really conduce itself to watching sports as much as I want to, but this is how I gain the knowledge. Oh, I didn't know that. So thank you guys for doing this podcast. Love it. I love the banter. I love everything about it. And one day I will get a win on this. So one day you will. I believe that. Any of the bench warmers, any final words before we sign out no i just i'm excited to to hear more about the notes that come from the jamie moyer jaime moyer <laughs> uh, <laughs> vineyard you know this the 2019 vintage is coming out this mm, that's right mm. yes the uh, vintage before the world ended it, <laughs> it like jamie moyer has been aging for a long hey, yeah. <laughs> this was a this was a fun game uh taco thank you Awesome. So for Scott, Matt, Eric, and the rest of the Bench Warmers, I've been Taco. This has been the Bench Warmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him 
for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. 